The Squiz is a free weekday email and podcast where your shortcut to being informed. Our weekday podcast is brought to you by Boopa, supporting the health of millions of Australians because life happens. Find out more at boopa.com.au. Good morning, I'm Claire Kimball. And I'm Larissa Moore. It's Wednesday the 9th of September. In your Squiz today, more trouble with China. Eight charged over the murder of Jamal Khashoggi. Ash Barty pulls out of the French Open and teachers getting it done. This is your Squiz today. Two Australian journalists arrived home yesterday from their postings in China after they were rushed out of the country with the help of the Australian government. Those journalists were Bill Bertels from the ABC and Michael Smith from the Australian Financial Review. Reports say that Chinese officials were within hours of arresting them. Claire, what's the story here? On the surface of it, it sounds like state security officers uh, wanted to talk to them about Cheng Lei's detention. They arrived at both of those men's doors last Thursday saying that they wanted to talk to them and that they were persons of interest in that case. But what people have said is that it seems to be a deeper thing. Certainly Bertels yesterday said that it felt very political and had more to do with the Australian-China relationship than it did about Cheng's case. Cheng Lei is, of course, the Australian journalist working for Chinese state media who was detained in August. There is a lot of tension between China and Australia at the moment. China does have a history of dispelling journalists that they disapprove of. 17 foreign correspondents have been expelled so far this year. So what does all this mean now in terms of the relationship between Australia and China, Claire? When you get into it, what experts have said is that it points to a really deep breakdown in trust between our nations and that could have very serious consequences first of all for the Australians who are in China at the moment but then more broadly for our relationship when you look at our exporters and also our regional security and and they're just the top of it. If there's a breakdown in trust it's very difficult to get anything positive done. Foreign Minister Maurice Payne is calling it a very disappointing series of events. In a quick update on Cheng Lei, the Australian TV broadcaster who's been detained. Broad charges have now been outlined. She's suspected of carrying out criminal activities endangering China's national security. She remains in detention. Over to the Gold Coast now and a 46-year-old surfer called Nick Slater has died after a fatal shark attack there, Claire. It's at Greenmount Beach. If you've been to the southern end of the Gold Coast, chances are you've been to Greenmount Beach. It's a very popular beach there just at Coolangatta and lifeguards and fellow surfers have been able to help Slater get to the shore, but he was unable to be saved. He had critical leg injuries and what locals have said is that it's a very surprising attack because it is protected by shark nets and drum lines. Of course, they don't give full protection as this attack shows, but what Gold Coast authorities are going to do today is close some beaches at that southern end of the Gold Coast and search for that shark that's thought to be a great white. It's believed to be the first fatal shark attack on a Gold Coast beach since 1958. Moving overseas now, and there are reports that Australian women and children were forcibly removed from the Al Hall refugee camp. That's a camp in Syria that detains the families of Islamic State fighters. It hasn't been reported exactly what that is all about, but it's thought that Kurdish forces who are in charge of that camp could be behind uh, removing those women and children. Why? We're not really sure, but certainly the Australian government said that it's aware of the situation. 
there were about 20 Australian women and 47 children in that camp. It's thought that four or five of those women and 10 children have been handcuffed and taken away last weekend. It was back in 2018 that Saudi journalist Jamal Khashoggi was murdered in the Saudi embassy in Istanbul in Turkey. Eight people have now been charged with his murder, Claire. And found guilty at their trial and sentenced to jail. Uh, Five of them have been given 20-year sentences after the Khashoggi family forgave his killers and pardoned them from death sentences. Uh, His family have welcomed that outcome. They said that it was fair and deterrent. But Khashoggi's fiancée and plenty of advocates say that it really is just a big cover-up. We're no closer to knowing who planned his murder, who ordered it and where his body is. Khashoggi, of course, was a critic of Saudi Arabia's Crown Prince Mohammed and the US is said to have intelligence that he ordered the killing. Of course, that's something that he and Saudi Arabia denies. Over to some entertainment news now. And the live-action remake of animated Disney movie Milan is out now. It's one of the biggest movie releases of the year. It's getting a fair bit of attention, but not necessarily for the right reasons. It's already been a target of a boycott after its star made comments in support of Hong Kong uh, and authorities there. But what eagle-eyed viewers of the movie as it was released this week found was that there was a thank you to the government security agency in China's Xinjiang province. Xinjiang, of course, is where about a million Muslim Uyghurs are being detained and re-educated. It's a very controversial topic, that one, and plenty of governments around the world have taken China to task over it. Disney hasn't, though, commented on that development. We do have a squeeze shortcut on the Uyghurs if you want to get across what's happening there. I'll put the link to that in your episode notes. The US Open is still underway, but thoughts are starting to turn to the French Open, which will kick off in late September. It'll do so without defending champ Ash Barty, though. And she was really sad that she won't get back to the French Open. She said that last year's victory was the most special tournament of her career and that it was a decision that she hasn't made lightly. But she says that the COVID risks and also a lack of prep with her coach, Craig Tizer, is behind the decision. Tizer is Melbourne-based and has been unable able to be with her to prepare but she says that she's getting geared up for a summer of tennis here in Australia. And finishing up today with some good news. We know there are a lot of stories out there about the incredible work teachers are doing. And Nigerian maths teacher Basarat Olamide Ajayi is another one. She has decided to not let the lockdown get the better of her students. She has posted to social media and is supporting her students online. Her class, though, has grown to hundreds. Um, She's also helping people around the world with maths. So, you know, maths is really hard. I'm sure everyone needs the help. She's not letting dodgy internet or lack of data hold her back from helping her students. She's conducting her quick lessons via Twitter, via WhatsApp, via Instagram. So really no excuse not to get to those maths classes. That's right. And if you need a double dose of good news, we've also got a story in the Squiz today about an 80-year-old hiker who went missing for three days who then walked into the press conference that his family were holding to appeal for his safe return. I'll pop a link to both these good news stories into your episode notes. 
Claire, what do you have for us in terms of a song today? I've taken a lyric from the Eurythmics' Thorn in My Side and the lyric is, to run away from you was all that I could do. And that, of course, is what Bertles and Smith (laughs) had to do when it came to ending their time in China. Look, I was really hoping for a Milan lyric today, not going to lie. Oh, Big Milan What were you thinking about? Oh, I don't know. Let's get down to business. (laughs) (laughs) I'll leave you to go and explore the soundtrack today. (laughs) Thanks. I'll stick with mine. (laughs) That's probably a fair call. And that's all from us today. Speaking of teachers, though, big shout out to teachers down in Melbourne. You guys are doing an amazing job. And a reminder that the Squiz Kids podcast is doing shout outs to Melbourne teachers and classrooms all week. Squiz Kids is our news podcast for eight to 12 year olds, age Appropriate news delivered with lots of humour and positivity. It makes for a great classroom listening activity. Search for Squiz Kids in your podcasting app to check it out. Have a good one and we'll be back with you tomorrow. The Squiz is a free weekday email and podcast where your shortcut to being informed. Sign up at thesquiz.com.au. We talk a lot about cybercrime and hacking because almost every day there seems to be some breaking news about another big data breach. But NordVPN can help protect you online, kind of like a cyber bodyguard. It protects your personal and sensitive data while you're online to stop it from falling into the wrong hands. That way, you don't have to worry about keeping your identity and private data safe every time you log on. And even if you make a mistake and click on a dodgy link or open a suspicious email, NordVPN's threat protection will kick in and delete it before it makes a mess of your computer. To find out more and get a great discount, visit NordVPN. VPN.com forward slash squiz today.